Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Doggies and Dargons. My name is Mayhem. How the hell are you? We return this fantastic Thursday evening or afternoon for our buddy Slade Zano, since he is technically six hours in the past for us, with a little recap of what went down in Brackfort during our last session. So, when last we left off, the Disaster Trio, first of all, started their morning by chasing down Zaris, who had went into a fury, blood-filled rage and decided that eggs and bacon weren't exactly a good enough breakfast, whereas the 100% uncooked, fresh-from-the-street meat of the general public is all that would satisfy the, uh, the, de the demonic sorcerer that has possessed our good tiefling friend and afterwards they decided that well they weren't going to get much done because they ended up with Elera passing the fuck out then locating Zarus's old home actual home only to find that it was occupied they managed to get in and then the or original uh the, no, the current owner, uh, I can't word today, I'm sorry. The current owner of the residence returned and told them that they had one hour to leave. During that time, Zarus began to, began to pick up on a familiar scent. And after a little while, and a rather miscalculated trip to the ethereal plane, they popped back in only to find that that scent began, belonged to none other than Nain Fohammer, one of the original party members that Zarus was aligned with during his time in the Adventuring Guild. After a somewhat physical conversation between all of them, they came to a level-headed conversation and began what I assume is going to be the very, very tense and emotional process of straightening out the record. So, that is where we are going to be picking up on today's session of the Vardorian Conflict. Over to my disaster trail. I remember Nain was going to tell us about what happened, so... Yeah. Okay. Nain is sat across this small, well, actually surprisingly not damaged, given the conflict that's just gone down, little rickety wooden table in the middle of this, uh, in the middle of the lounge area of this home. He walks off through to the makeshift kitchen, pulls out four tankards and a large green glass bottle, thunks them all down on the table, sits not even on any of the the chairs or anything that is actually in this room but just sits straight on the floor uncorks the bo the bottle with his teeth spits the cork onto the floor places the bottle back down and just says feel free to help yourselves it's never too early to have a drink here in Brackfort Alarisan just fucking dies for the bottle <laughs> he looks to you Zyrus and says 
She's a bit keen, isn't she? Just a bit. Elira looks at Zara, she's like, it's been a long fucking day. Who's in a wind tunnel? Yeah, someone's, yeah, who, who is that? That's Tony. <laughs> so, he looks to you, Zaris, and says, well, since we're playing 20 questions, who wants to go first? Alara's drinking at the bottle. <laughs> Alara, it is a, it's a, it's it's not sour, but it's it's a tart red wine. It's got it, initially you you think that it's on the border, it's on the cusp of going off, but after a couple of swigs, it you know your palate lets you know it's not off. It's just it's not exactly high quality. Zara's name looks to you and says, Well, fuck. I guess I'm going first. I think the question is the most important for me to ask is, uh, Are you happy? It's been a long, long time since I felt that emotion. Well, hey, regardless of where the what emotions rattling around your head, you got yourself out of Bragford. That'd been your dream all along, hadn't it? Yeah, I I just didn't expect it to happen the way that it happened. But you know, we can't all have the fairy tale ending, I guess. Well. Unfortunately, I think it's safe to say none of us got the fairy tale ending. I'm still stuck here. You already know what happened to Sorafel. Khadija, well, she split. She split about six years after. After you went missing. God damn it. Where have you, where have you been? Zaris. Do you want the long version or the short one? I mean, we got all day. Unless, long you're, unless you're not comfortable with saying. Oh, no, it's the fact of you probably won't believe me if I told you. Have I ever called I... you a liar? True. So... Apart from what happened here, the last thing I remember is waking up with these two in a grave with knives in our chests. I've died twice since being with these two. He sees he takes the bottle from Alara as you're talking. He takes a swig from it. And as soon as you utter the word, the, the phrase that you've died twice, that he 
He almost chokes mid-gulp. You see him put the bottle down. <coughs> Wipes the spittle off of his beard. You what? Yeah, so... We don't have a perfect understanding as to the first death that the three of us had. It was kind of just out of the blue. We were on a, a we were on like a, a bounty to get some money, apparently. But because of that bounty, it led to us being here right now and being in the service of the king. Uh, but we had died, got brought back by a deity that we later found out was, what, what was it? Anon Lara the Gardener is what they're called. Something Sorry. like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. So Gardener brings us back for whatever fucking reason, right? The, you know, you know how the gods are. Second time that I died, uh, the deceiver himself killed me. That was fun. No uh, shit. Yeah. Um, killed me. Mom brought me back. And that's when I told mom to let me open the cage that lets me open up my alternate half that's been inside of me since well you know you've seen him before uh but yeah i let him out of his cage you must have been desperate in order to let that thing out of his cage after the amount of time you spent locking it away well when you have one of the highest forms of divine people in existence who has it out for you and wants to see you dead you really don't have much of a choice true true but the deceiver has decided that he is going to cause an all-out war sometime in the future, which will involve pretty much all of us. And I got to witness it firsthand, along with somebody else that we met along the way. Actually, I'm kind of curious about how she's doing. It's been a while since we've heard from her. Yeah, we can try and check the guilds when we get back, but God knows what's going to fucking happen to the cup. What's going to happen? What will have happened in the capital by the time we get back after fucking last time? Where are we? Yeah. <laughs> but a lot's happened. I've I've seen a lot. I've seen the future. I know what's going to happen before it happens to a degree. Uh, Damn. Sounds like they could use your expertise in some of the temples around here. You can make a living off of that shit. Tell people's fortunes. Yeah, you, like, you, could, you, could, you could either earn legit or you could scam your way into early retirement. 
<laughs> you would think, but the the only future that I really saw was the one of the war where countless people are going to die. Oh hell. It's been centuries since the war reached its way out here. I doubt that there would be a conflict big enough to actually hit this frozen hellhole. Do you want to see? Not if I plan on sleeping tonight, no. <laughs> Let's just say then that the war is going to be big enough to where that... Even the gods are going to intervene. Oh, great. Okay. Shit. Well, I just hope I don't get caught in the draft. I ain't much of a military serviceman. Hell, it's been years since I... Well, it's been years since I actually gone to a, a fight bigger than a tavern brawl. But hey-ho. I'm sure I got a couple swings left in me before I go down fighting. I don't know. That hit that you gave me a little bit ago did a little bit of damage on me. Uh, that's all thanks to my girl. He points over to the, the Warhammer that's sitting in the corner. I picked that thing up back, up back in the day on a job. It's one of the last jobs I ever did, and it's the last form of payment I ever officially took. That baby's worth about... Well, I'd say it's worth enough to get me from here to... at least Dark Toe on a one-way trip. Mm. Well, maybe a little further if I tried. But yeah. What about that ring of yours? Hmm. This ain't nothing special. It's just... You managed to nullify my pet, so... But be something more than just... Nothing special. Right, it's just a basic enchantment. It's just... The ring itself is nostalgic. It belongs to my mother. I had it enchanted because, well, hell, I'm short, I'm stubby, I'm strong. That's the only thing that's got going for me. So I needed something that could give me the edge on a job. So I thought, hey, somebody tries to pull some conjuration shit, I'll just fucking pull an Uno reverse card on them. Just tap the ring. Think not, not today, son of a bitch. A what card? You never played Uno. The fuck is Uno? It's an old Venoran game. It got outlawed about, I want to say, about two centuries ago. Read about it a couple times. You got these funny-looking stone chips that you uh, that you throw down, and your opponents have to pick up a certain number of chips from the pot. Basically, the goal is to get rid of your chips before anybody else. You can like where you can change the the direct like the flow of the play you know you can make it go from clockwise to anti-clockwise and it's 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 a whole messed up deal it's uh it, like i said them norns like to overcomplicate shit and what with it being from their neck of the woods you can understand why the why the monarchy didn't want people over here playing it but a name like uno that's something Weird sounding like exotic, but you know what? I'm not gonna. I'll just stake on my poker, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you're a cards person. Don't give that away. Well, you look like you got a little bit of a sneaky hand on you. 
makes me think that you could uh, make shit disappear or appear without people noticing. Not much. Sort of right hand, as as you're sort of saying that, it's like not much of a read yeah, on. Yeah, hand. Not much of a read on your face either. Can't really tell much about you. Yes, as well. Cyrus, make a perception check for me. Oh. Said perception. Yes, sir. It might, might would help if I pulled up my character sheet. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. We all, we already know that Cyrus has got plus zero to his wisdom. Plus three, thank you. <laughs> Are you sure that's not from your sorcerer section? Which, no, by, which, by, which, by the way, I, I want to go on record about that. I had no idea, legit, no fucking idea that locking away Fury would bump you down two levels. Yep. Uh, oh, you know now. Uh, Thankfully, the uh, the bump in wisdom is not from the uh, fury part. It's from the uh, many items that I became attuned to, and I just became a lot wiser because of it. Uh, so perception plus three, so fifteen. During this time that Nain and Alara have had their brief interaction, their brief conversation. You notice that in the way that he's sitting, the way that he naturally shifts in order to make eye contact with all of you, there's a moment where the collar of his armor moves about three inches. And you don't see the entirety of it, but you see what looks to be a circular brand on the right side of his neck. And he's not making any effort to hide it and judging by his body language and his his demeanor he's not even aware that it's showing but you see it for about two seconds before he shifts his gaze back to you and the natural movement of his body causes the collar to cover it up again all right so I've answered some of your questions, and I've got one of my own. Well, shoot. I said it was going to be open. Who do you owe a life debt to? You see Crane's neck to one side, you hear the bones cracking. Quite the opposite. I don't owe a life debt so much as I'm fucking owned. Well, owned, bought. I don't work for this person, but son of a bitch has me trapped in this city pretty much until either he dies or I die, whichever comes first. And that leads me on to something I really didn't want to put you in the position of, but since you seem to know... You see, he he pulls it down. It is just it's a it's a perfect circle. Um, there's no markings on the inside. It's just a fairly simple brand. He looks to you and says, uh, "Councilman Gris." 
Chris. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Fucking yellow skin, dragonborn asshole. Runs this fucking town off the back of his fucking shady schemes and ruining his father's fucking legacy. Son of a Who's bitch. Who's the other one that he owns? So. I look to Anon and Alara and say, is that the one that that we met earlier? Hold on, Zaris. And I'll look towards uh, Nain. Who's the other one that he owns? Well, we'll get to that. I need to get the context first before we get to the shit. Zarus remembers old man Rhaegar, former lawmaster, back when we were up and coming. He was a good man, well, same man. He was a good person. He ran this place in accordance to all the laws, all the jurisdictions. He was, he was a stickler. He was the right grumpy old shit, but at least he knew how to treat people with respect. And that old bastard popped his clogs. Well, we assume he's dead. He went missing. When that old bastard went missing, his snarky little shithead of a son stepped in without being voted in by the people. Nobody gave him the authority. Not the crown. Not the law. Not the fucking crown's guard. There ain't a mayor in this city, so, you know, there wasn't there wasn't even that level of the hierarchy to stop him at a local level. He just swept on right on in, sat in his father's place, and then everything changed. One of the first things Gris did when he sat in that chair was he bought the guild hall. Kicked us all out. Told us to either leave town or stay under one condition. That we were to work for him as private security. I told him he could take every single fucking icicle on this godforsaken continent and shove it so far up his ass that he'd look like a frozen porcupine by the end of it. Apparently, he didn't like that, so he gave me this and told me that whether I wanted it or not, he owned me. 99% of the guild left. And I do mean 99%. One, actually, lives not far out of town. Gorm, commander of Snowcap Outpost. Never thought that motherfucker would join the military. He was about as spineless as a fucking bowl of custard. Yeah, we met Gorm already. <laughs> yeah, he's not much to look at. I suppose you pound a liquid hard enough, it'll harden. But anyway... Like I said, 99% of the guild decided to up and leave, scattered, god knows where. All except for me and Vlar. Great question for the DM. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the guy's name again? Gris. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Which guy? The one that owns him. Yeah, Gris. Yeah, Gr Gris, I think, is the one that I scared the living shit out of. He is, he is indeed. 
21 on Arcana on his uh, his mark. Nothing arcane about it. Just a plain old molten hot metal to skin brand. So he doesn't actually own him in an arcane way. He just makes him think that he owns him. Yeah. It's like a pirate brand. You know, he's marked. Nain looks to you and says, You remember Vlar? Tough girl. Steel spine. And an even better aim. This is the only bad thing I'll ever say about her. The dumb bitch tried to get him killed. She was desperate. After we all disbanded, she went downhill. Lost all purpose. Lost all goal. Lost control. Lost motivation. Lost everything. Dwindled her money. Drank herself nearly to death several times. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. The, the last time I seen Vlar, Vlar was all about worshipping that deity of hers. Yeah, she jacked that shit in real quick after you disappeared. Shit hit her hard, Zyrus. She didn't know what to believe anymore. Look, I, I know the two of you go way back. I know the two of you go back further than you and I go back, and that's... That's great. It, losing you hit her as hard as a fucking meteor straight to the face. She abandoned faith. She abandoned hope. And she, like I said, tried to drink herself to death several times. I stopped her. Khadijah stuck around to look after her for a little bit. But there was only so much she could take before she took off. So, so, so Thieves Bane is gone too. Thieves Bane was gone from day one. He did, he done got himself into some trouble, and we got rid of him real quick. We didn't need his her. Her, God damn. Things happened uh, so long ago. You tend uh, my old fucking brain's not fucking remembering shit. Uh, I look to Anon Lara and say th that Thieves Bane was the one I was telling you about. The one that. Uh, was the uh, special interest. Okay. Right. Special interest. After I, I it's, uh, forgive me, man. I, I honestly thought that that would have been Vlar. We all knew you had a special interest in her. Yeah, it's. Vlar was the one that I loved but couldn't work my way into saying what needed to be said, but Thieves Bane was the one that gave me my first time to catch my drift. Yeah, I got you. So I, I didn't really have feelings for Thieves Bane, but she was the one that gave me my first time until then Sorafel kind of you know hit it off with Thieves Bane and then she fell head over heels for him so that kind of ended all that but I think Vlar after hearing about what Thieves Bane did with me she kind of 
stopped talking to me after that for the longest time. Yeah, but, emotions, all that lovey-dovey crap, that's... That, that works its way in the end. Excuse perspectives. I, I will say that I do regret making that decision, but because there was a time that I did did very much have feelings for Vlar, but I was because of my nature was too shy to ever do anything with it. He looks to you, his eyes are just they're not empty, but there's a lot of pain behind those eyes. Cyrus, I already told you, Vlar's still in town. Well, at least I fucking hope he is. He looks to he, he looks to you, Alara. Does answer your question? That's who the second one is. He branded both of us, made an example out of me. Tied me to a post outside the guild hall. Well, this fucking house as it is now. And lashed my ass until I was out cold and then kept on going. And why the hell did no one try and get rid of him? Because <laughs> he owns half this fucking town. He owns half the buildings and he owns probably more than half of the people. A corpse doesn't own anything. Think about it, Alara, for a minute. Remember Dark Toe? Shit. You been? <sighs> it's the same ordeal. You been to Dark Toe? To multiple times, yes. Shit. One here recently. Shit. Tell you, I I may be I may I may call myself a brave man, but there ain't no there ain't no fucking six ways around Sunday that I'm gonna set foot close to that city. Uh, we had interactions with the Dark Kings themselves. Here, mention my name and you're golden to them. He looks to Cyrus and says, "Damn." My boy's moving up in the world. Going from a sword for hire and a th and an adventurer's guild in a shit stick city like this. Who would have known that all it took was to die for you to be able to travel the world and serve our great king and meet the most fucking notorious criminals on the fucking planet. And get killed by one of the fucking gods themselves for no matter. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Trying to outshine all of us. Zaris? Yeah. I've got to ask, and I know I know they're in Elevoid, but how's the Alter Ego? Well, what's the Alter Ego's thoughts on all this? How many hours do I have left, DM? You've probably got about eight. So... Alara, I can feel him rattling the chains. I can feel him shaking the cage. But with, with every... what he knows now, and when you spoke to me, well, part of me, surely 
he's calmed down just a little bit after finding out some truth. I want you to think about it this way. While he might be calm in the sense of knowing the truth about what's happened, actually happened, how would you feel being locked up in an eternal cage that you can't escape from? I know, I know that, but that's not exactly what I'm getting at. I'm just wanting to know his opinions on the truth. I can't because access we're gonna that. Work, right. Fear, okay, and Alara just sort of looks into Zars' eyes like, Fury? Yeah, he can't if answer. I know he can't answer, but I'm just going to say this to him and you. If we're to work with, with Nain, we need to know that you're not going to do any batshit crazy shit. I know you can't respond. I'm not expecting you to respond. But the minute you're the minute you're 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 let free, we need to work together with this guy. You know part of the truth, so trying to have a bit of fucking understanding. So. Name looks at you guys. Right. Name looks at you guys and just goes, "Yeah, you can you could sit me down and explain this for twenty four hours straight. Still not gonna make sense to me." I mean, you seen it, Nain. I saw you a glimpse see... of it. Yeah, I, I saw mean, trims. I. He so he looks at he looks at Lara and I'm on. He says, "I've seen it." But I'll tell you the truth, I saw a glimpse of it one night on a job, taking down this fucking scumbag who was shaking down merchants on the road on the ice blade shores, stealing their wares, cutting their horses off the reins. The guy was an absolute asshole. He would leave people for dead. So we found him, tracked him down to the shit stick cave about Christ must have been about 30 miles west of where his latest prey was. Zyrus here goes in, tries to be the nice guy, all calm, level-headed, basically saying, look, you know, return the shit you stole, we'll let you walk out alive. D dude pops him. Cheap shot straight to the jaw. <laughs> well... In the same instance, he pulls out this fucking ball-peen hammer, smacks me across the side of the temple with it, and I go down. The last thing I see is this motherfucker on all fours, like some sort of hellhound. And all of a sudden, his hair's changed color and standing up all as if there's a massive gust of wind underneath him. And I go black, and the only thing I hear is this guy screaming. I come Just be thankful you didn't walk into your house sooner than you did that's all I'll say you were lucky well shit luck must be on my side today he looks to use right. he looks to use Iris and says we need to find her Cyrus we need to get her, we need to get her out of town do you have something of hers? Last time I Anything. saw her, last time I saw her was probably about seven or eight weeks ago. D like, did did she live here? Did she have any clothing here? No. Anything at all? No. 
she's been homeless for years, sleeping on a different street every single night. Some folks around town saying that she's got a bit of a sued problem. She's been smoking that shit for, well, some people say a decade, some people say longer. You mean this? And I pull out the, the vial of drugs. You fucking kidding me? You got you, you look me dead in the eyes and tell me you're not on that shit too. No, I'm not on it. I'm using it to because of my alternate half, I'm able to think of me as like a, a, a fucking lion or like a predator. I, I can smell and track things dependent on sense. Mostly it's primarily around blood, but that's just because that in order to satisfy that other half, I need blood. But it would have been easier had we had something of Vlars. But if we don't, I can use this to track down hopefully the drug dealers themselves because I still have the scent of one of the drug dealers that I got the drug off from to begin with and find them that way. But it, had I had something of Lars personally that sh that was a belonging to her that had her scent on it, I could have s sniffed on that and tracked her down that way. I wish I could help you, man, but... She and I ain't really spoke much over the last couple of years. If I saw her in the street, I'd, call, I'd toss her a couple of silver in the hopes that she'd use it to buy a meal. But I guess that shit took a hold of her and made her forget what's important. Okay, so I can't do it right now because of him being in a cage. But when the eight hours are up, I will use him to track Vlar down using this. I hope your willpower is enough to keep him back. He's pissed off because he's in a cage against his will again, but we'll see. I'm hoping that by convincing him that once we get there and if we see any enemies that I can just let him loose and have his feel that he'll be satisfied. In hope so, Zaris. Remember what I said about Gris owning half this town? Yeah. Well. My funny feeling uh, is that that shit you're holding in his hand, in your hand, is one of his little side ventures. I reckon he controls it. I don't think he manufactures it. I just think he spreads it around. Like a bad stain. I reckon whatever scumbags in town have been supplying half of the folks that touch that shit. 
there's a good chance that at least one of them will answer directly to him. Now, I can't prove that. We'd actually have to lay hands on one of these assholes in order to find out. But, if we do... If we do get one and they do work for us... Well... We got a shite side chance of fucking proving it to anybody who's gonna be able to do something about it. I mean, there's nobody in town above him. Closest person you're gonna get is probably... Well... Whoever the fuck you answer to. Unless you want to take a mark. And again, that's going to cause more problems than it solves. Because then, who's going to run this city? Who's going to run the region? Who's going to take over the import business? And who's going to fucking explain to your higher-ups exactly why a stand-in councilman has gone missing? Presumably dead. And if they do find them, who... Murder investigation is going to be kicked up. What happens if they find out it was you? Well, first off, we do have permission to kill to an extent. Second of all, if we can play this smart and do it in such a way to where that we can prove that he is involved, then we can have the king enact upon that and send somebody of his own choosing to come here and run things for the time being as a replacement but we have to do it in steps we have to do it in the way that the king would want us to have it done but the king does know of my situation and knows that there is a high chance that there will be a lot of blood to be shed. I gotta tell you, man, this, uh... This new you is a lot to take in. You gotta remember, the last time I saw you, you were just a little kid. Wanted to earn some coins, see the world. Get your head stuck in a book. God, you did that most days anyway. But you seem to have evolved with the world. The more you've seen of it, the more it's changed you. That's a good thing. Don't get me. I'm not. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm not trying to try to cast shade here. It's, I want to know how much of the how much of the old you is still in there. He's there. I have my moments. It's more difficult now with him out of his cage. But he's there. It's just... After everything that went down... And after everything that I did afterwards, you kind of just change without meaning to. I, and 
I hate to admit this. And I'm glad that Alara and Anon will never know this. But I will always have more blood on my hands than the two of them combined. So I hate that. At the moment. At at the moment. You are right. Surround at the moment. Surround yourself with the right people. <laughs> that blood will walk off. I think I have. Anon and Alara here have have probably been the only two people in a very long time that have kept me on the right path. Well, shit. I'll drink to that. He takes the ball from whoever's holding it. Takes on big swig from it. Sets it back on the table. Well. Seems like we got some work to do. But, uh. You guys are here on business anyway. So. Where are you at with that? I'm assuming, well, I don't know what to assume. I don't know what to assume anymore, so I just, I'll, I'm going to stop well, right now. So, the furthest that we've gotten so far is that I know that this vial of drug that I'm going to use to track down Vlar with is the same substance that is similar to the deaths that happened to some of the soldiers not too far off from here. However, my question is, is how is some beast connected to that? Because they, the poison wasn't what killed them, to my knowledge. It was the fact of them being mauled to death by a creature of some sort. It's almost like this drug kind of sedates them to a point of being unable to do anything. And then they just finish them off while they're incapable of moving or reacting to anything. That's the only question I've got, but I figure that once we can track down Vlar, that answer will be revealed to us. Well, shit. Suppose you guys got to go out into town and try and f catch one of these scumbags. Gris can't see me. Like, as soon as he sees me, he'll probably find some sort of Trumped up fake ass charge, get my ass thrown in the cells. Probably get kicked out of here. I'm oh, assuming my landlord will believe me, which he should. I just can't take that risk. I'll help you find Vlar, but whatever this business is with these dead soldiers that you're looking into, I can't be a part of that. But I will, I will go down swinging in order to help you find our friend. 
just the only thing I can advise is just wander around town. Try to bump into them. We get one? Well. We got a nice high fence over here in the backyard. You know, neighbors are not around much. I'm sure that they I'm sure that whoever you get your hands on will be open to having a little bit of a conversation. More so in a spirited nature. Do we want to wait a little while before we go out? Hours, but we need at least like an hour or two to rest with Aris. You need to rest with especially. Just for you, a you're bit. all you're all welcome to rest up here. I appreciate that, but I'm I'm gonna go outside for a smoke. You sure in your condition? Yeah, I can do it one. And, and Larry, Larry like, shakes a little bit, trying to stand up. Like, nope, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. fine. <laughs> and she just goes out the door and. I'm following. Uh, okay. Sorry, I don't trust you going on your own again. You're going to wander off. No, um. Bitch, do you think I'm in a state to fucking run off? You would try. Really? You're that stupid. No, I just need to contact, speak to someone. Just need to. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just gonna. The uh, DM is there outside benches, or am I just sitting in the snow? Uh, there is a sort of like a landing step, but apart from that, it's just snow-covered grass. Ellery just sort of sits down on that step and she looks at me and I was like, I just need to, I just, I'm fine, I'm just gonna run off, I don't have the fucking strength, I just need to, someone, I'm not gonna move from here, you can keep checking on me if you want, but I ain't gonna Oh, I'm staying and I'm watching you, you're not leaving under my watch, not again. <sighs> okay, well, um... Okay, so Alara gets through half of her half of her smoke. And then, Mr. DM, I am going to roll a religion. Okay. Of a 15. Okay. I want to have a wee private chat with the Raven Queen. If possible. What do you say when you reach out to her? I need to speak to you, my queen. I. Uh, you probably know what's going on. I just need to chat with you. But, Anon, all you're going to see is Alara just sort of like midway through a cigarette. She's just going to pass out but lean backwards. So you're just going to see her sort of crash. As she's sort of trying to send the message to the Raven Queen. Yeah. There's a brief pause before the Raven Queen comes back to you. Huh? Oh. Sorry. You say something? My Queen, I need control. 
make control of myself. Who... Do you... You're... You're intrigued, man. Oh. Is there or something... Why don't you have a chat with him? I'm sorry, who am I supposed to be having a chat with? DM question. Um, am I allowed to say things in my head to the Raven Queen about what Deceiver had said to me, or is that still blocked off as well? Mm. I'll allow it. Okay. My queen, you see everything that goes on, right? So I'm presuming dreams would be part of it? You're... I understand your... logic. But I don't I'll see into... I don't see into people's subconscious. I see across multiple planes but inside your dreamed state is not within my purview I'll just blurt it out then the deceiver visited me and has branded me interesting there's things about meeting Gods that toppled cities, and like a girl with a serpentine arm, and he offered me a deal to be his champion with ungodly powers to topple, to make to make gods beg for mercy from me, and an almighty power. I can't tell that to Zara and Anon, though. Oh, I would imagine. If not. I start, if I see. Or no, I don't. I don't mean like I can't say it because I'll upset them. As in, I'm physically unable to say that, and the information I'm physically unable to say. I every time I do, I feel like I'm going to be sick, or I am sick, or I pass out, or my hand burns. And okay, um, another question before going to this: like when I'm speaking to the Raven Queen, would I be sort of like in? A sort of plane scene face to face or is it all just in my head with black with darkness sorry say again when when Alara's speaking to the room queen like Anon would have seen you know Alara sort of passed out lean backwards but that conversation with the raven queen would that be like face to face in an alternate plane or is it all just in darkness it's like you've closed your eyes and you're having a conversation in your own head right so Alara's just going to say, look at my palm of my hand. Interesting. A little bit of a basic design, but hey, I complicate things. Tell me more about this deal. I could... Be his champion, have ungodly powers, because he's seen into my past and seen all my cravings and what I want, and just 
just be his champion, sort of do sort of bidding and, you know, make gods bow down to me and whatnot. And obviously that would join Deceiver, that would come at a price, and I don't know what price that would be. I was half tempted to accept that the new me sort of holding the disemboweler back. Um God if 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 I'd been asked that question before I even, you know, got acquainted with yourself, I probably would have dumped dumped I probably would have jumped on on that deal in a fucking heartbeat. It's probably I a good when, thing that you didn't then, isn't it? Well, given given that offer, I tried to sort of say, well, you know, if I don't see what this power could be, then I wouldn't be able to accept the deal. And, and they did a no, there's no, there's no sort of try before you buy thing. It's either accept the deal or not. But I want to try something with you. Um, Zaris managed to get the Deceiver to talk through me. Because Zaris, you know, sort of apparently the party didn't ditch Zaris and it was caused by the Deceiver. Raven Queen, would you like a word with them? The Deceiver. You could ask them quite because if ours can speak to the deceiver through me, then surely you can. As much as I would like to get a chance to converse with the being that is trying to steal one of my warlocks away from me, I'm gonna pass. You're in dangerous territory. Then how the fuck do I? get control again of saying things I want to say again because this mark surely has got to be, be a way to get rid of it. Surely. I would suggest asking yourself whether or not there was a lot of genuine promise to this deal. This is the god of lies, deception, cruelty, and death you're talking about. Who's to say it's not all a ploy? But then again, who's to say that it's not exactly what it appears to be on paper? It's intriguing. The prospect of, in the snap of a finger, going from a bounty hunter... To one of the most formidable combative 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 entities to walk this plane. I believe your friend Zaris told you a very good sentiment not that long ago. Magic always comes with a price. And yes, this deal could give you the raw physical capabilities to take on beings of higher stations than you or even myself. But they would have been instilled through an arcane mean. 
And your friend's sentiment still holds true. You'd have to ask yourself, what would the price be? At the bare minimum, I would like to assume that you would lose your friends. For as soon as you were to take that deal, who's to say that they were not going to hunt you down? Because you have to remember, at the, end of their, at the end of the day, their goal is to stop the man who is trying to give you this deal. You become I'm worried about this mark. Either... I, I want rid of this mark. I want to say what I want, what I want to say. Because... I'm worried, you know, maybe whether it be, you know, a couple of minutes to a couple of years, decades, that myself and my friends are going to try something. Alright, a little bit of interference there. Uh, so, Larry, if you could just sort of backtrack, like, the last little point that you were making for us. Ace Ventura, blah, 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 Oh, my God. Halftime! Uh, my queen, I'm just concerned about this mark. I want rid of this mark. I want to be able to say what I want to say and not be controlled on that. But I'm concerned that, say, whether whether it be a couple of minutes from now, a couple of years, a couple of decades, I'm worried that myself and my friends are going to be doing something, and then all of a sudden I'm worried this mark is going to stop me from helping them or or make me, you know, I don't know, lose control and try and kill them or something. I need... Because the Deceiver can speak through me now. I'm concerned that that mark isn't just communication. I need a way to remove this mark, my queen, and... Even if it comes at a price, I need it gone. I, I, I need it gone. Go ahead and make a constitution yeah. saving throw for me. Constitution saving throw, got it. He's a decent. 19. You feel... It's almost like somebody's pulling back the curtains and, like, looking in. Into your head. stays there that weird sensation about 10 seconds before you feel the curtains of your mind close again and this presence retract i'm sorry i'm sorry there's there's nothing i can do in order to remove this at this time and what can you do to help then I can give you... I can give you assurances and be there to reinforce things that you already know. Your own strength, both natural and through what I've already given you. What I've given you so far... I know I interrupted you, but promise me this. Should I become hostile to Zaris or Anon? Should I threaten them? Should I 
even start attacking them. Kill me. Kill me, or knock me out, or fucking transport me somewhere where I'm not going to be able to harm them. If you can't remove this mark, and if the deceiver is going to be constantly stuck inside me, I'm not taking any chances. If I become hostile or a risk, get rid of me, hide me, or kill me. Can you do that for me? Well, I certainly won't kill you. But I will... I will be conscious of your request in order for me to suppress your capability of harming your friends. I'll try to do so in a way that will not cause an excessive amount of physical damage to you. I don't care if I lose a leg or an arm or something as long as they don't get hurt by me. Well... For all I can say for now, is just continue on the on the path. Keep an eye on this mark. If you don't have anything else uh, happen to you, then I wouldn't say ignore it, but I would say don't let it sit at the top of your priority list as a thing to be worried about. Thank you. I'm always here. I just... Just still feel lost. You have to be lost in order to be found. And with that, you feel the, the presence of the Matron of Ravens creeping back until you feel eventually just disconnect. So there's like, ah, fuck, still, okay. Still a bit sore. And she's gonna look at her, her cigarettes like, ah, fuck, okay. And she'll just gonna spark another one because that cigarette is just fucking soaking wet now. Uh huh. So she's gonna spark up another one and she's gonna uh, look behind and like, oh, you're still here. Yeah, you still look constipated when you do that. I, I, I'll have you know, and also out of session, I'll have you know that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> And yes, I'll have you know it's still canon. We talked about this on, <laughs> know, on one of the episodes that it's not canon anymore that Ilera can do it with a straight face now. Oh, we so you're it. actually shitting. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm staying out of this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mr. I get naked in public. You stay out of it. I'm not ashamed. I like have some control over Lair again that she doesn't look constipated when she does that things now because she's done it quite quite a lot now. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so, what are you guys doing? I'm sparking up my second cigarette and I am fucking going to finish that this time. <laughs> well, if the deceiver doesn't kill you, smoking well. Hey, hey, let's see, let's see what wins. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I would like to sleep for eight hours, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're wanting you're what you're essentially wanting downtime. Well, I mean, it's either that or I can ask mom to release the cage. One of the two. I mean, it's up to you. I'll go with a part. I'll go with a party <coughs> consensus. I wouldn't mind downtime. Okay. Rest, yeah. like cool. a eight hours. hours. Got it. <laughs> a couple of hours, Zaris. Eight hours. Got it. Cool. Got it. Glad we had no, this talk. Zaris, you're you're gonna get seven hours. Okay. So you're gonna give me seven hours and still beg mom to remove the cage. Okay. Cool. I mean, you can you can beg doesn't mean that your mother's gonna listen to you. So eight hours, got it. Cool. Glad we had to stop. All right, cool. <gasps> Fantastic. Anyway, I don't anyway. know if I session I am gonna punch you. No, no, I'm no, level four right now. <laughs> well, tough shit. That's tough shit. It's not like the DM. It's not be fucking controlled again. He would like. He would relish in the twelve hours of freedom. It's not like the DM knew that that was gonna happen. <laughs> You have no idea the fucking look on my face I had when you said that shit. I was sat here and I was like, wait, what? I I, I jokingly said I was going to have to nerf you and then I all of a sudden just, I did it without knowing it? Okay. Like, it should have made sense because I've been saying since the start of this campaign about like, you know, that he was in a cage, like a, like an actual cage inside of me. So, if you put Fear's him back in break. his cage... Fear's gonna break his... Fear's gonna bust his case his rusty cage and run. <laughs> so... <laughs> I am going to sleep for eight hours, let him out of his cage, and then go hunting. Thank you. Okay. I'll say that you guys take your eight hours of dying time, which takes you into the middle of the evening. The sun has set, and both Nain and the uh, other individual that you encountered earlier in the day have departed. You're still in the house, but you know that you now have the goal of tracking down one of the individuals that you believe, well, you know was peddling the narcotics. So... I'm going to let you guys have two choices. You can either try to go back to the Cloudy Crystal and try your luck there. Or Zarus can roll a survival... No, no perception check. Uh, in order to try and catch the scent of these individuals and track them down that way. So, I don't mind either or. I don't think we'll get into the the bar. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, because uh, Fury is trying to fucking give me a fucking love, a fucking hickey. Hey, <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> when Fury is drinking blood, like clawed onto my fucking neck and was sort of biting me. Yeah, he was fucking trying to give me a hickey. <laughs> Hmm. 
interesting choice of words, Ilera. Interesting it's a bad choice joke. of words. It's a really it's bad, a bad joke. Bad joke, but heck. So, party consensus. Let's get to it. Which one are you going for? Oh, fuck it. I'm going to go side Agent of Chaos and just fucking let fucking Zarus pick up the scent. Same. Okie dokie. I can do it. Perception, you said? Sure. That doesn't sound very reassuring. Sure. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Are you wanting to? Are you wanting Fury to help you? I mean, yeah. Okay, then go ahead and roll with advantage. Okay, so since perception with advantage, yeah, right? Yeah, since he's essentially. Would you give yourself fucking advantage? <laughs> I mean, techni technically, Fury's a different entity. Yeah, he is. Technically, it 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 tracks. You know. The help action. Did I just make okay. Zara, did I just make Zaris even more broken? No. <laughs> I, like I literally gave you the answer of how to fucking nerf me. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck when you get to fucking. I drew you fury from Zaris entirely. No, 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 no. It's good luck when you get to level twenty and all of a sudden you piss me off one week and I'm like, oh, you know what? Fury's gone. How many levels did you just lose? <laughs> Uh, seven. Thanks. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're standing there toe to toe with the deceiver for the final time, and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm level 13. <laughs> he was up naked and holding a banana. I just lost. Oh, wait. I just lost it wasn't 30. A banana. I just lost 35 percent of my power. <laughs> Nullified power. Anyway, Cyrus, what did so you So is roll? it too late to make a deal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a deal with the DM is worse than a deal with the Deceiver, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, okay, so with advantage, perception is a 19. Okay. 19. The scent hits your nostrils, and you can tell that they're the scent. They're all there. The location of the scent is only about a 10 to 15 minute walk away. Judging by the direction that it's coming from, it's leading you into the heart of the city. Into the more crowded, more densely populated building areas of the city. You walk, you're... Actually, all, yeah, go, uh, go ahead. All of you roll me a stealth check on top of that as you're walking through the, the streets. See how well you mix in with the crowd. Okay. Damn, Ilera. Watch Anon pull a fucking nuts when he out of her ass. On your right. Fuck! <laughs> For a total of... <laughs> Anon? What? For a total of... 26. Zarus. Mine's not impressive. I rolled a 17. I mean, that's... Uh, for you, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I'm going to move you guys on 
over to here. I wasn't so, expecting that. Okay. This is where you guys currently find yourself. So directly to your left is what appears to be a, another small tavern. <coughs> directly in the center, you see this sort of like a like a city park sort of grassy area, large water fountain in the center. There is what appears to be a large uh, alchemist's store on the right-hand side, and then just like another couple of usual day-to-day -day buildings spattered across the street, a couple of alleyways. There is plenty of light coming from the street lamps. I think, Zarus, you're, have you got a fan going? Have I got what? A fan. A fan? Yeah. No. Did it something sounds like you're in a wind tunnel. Again? I just fixed that shit. God damn it. Hold up. I know. There's fans in Vardor. I How mean, about now? That's better. What did you do? Turn the fucking volume down on my mic. Okay. To be fair, you're not coming in any lore or any quieter in OBS, so that's a good thing. Uh, well, I mean, I, I thought I fixed the bullshit with the fucking wind tunnel shit, but as long as it's working now, then that's all that matters. Okay, so you should have control over your tokens. What are you guys doing? So it, where's the scent leading me? It's leading you this general direction. Do I see the people standing there? Not currently, because there is a, a roughly six-foot fence uh, that surrounds the, the perimeter of the park. Okay, so... Do you outline the park? Is it the green bit? Yes. And I'm assuming those are buildings around it. Yes. myself my spell slots back before I forget um <clears throat> I'm going to attempt to climb the roof okay. I was fixing to say I can actually do the same but I'm just gonna right up there <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, Anon go ahead and roll me a would it be athletics or acrobatics Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Go ahead and roll me an acrobatics check. This building right here is where I'm going to stand. Okay. On top of the roof. And I have one second level left. Woo! So I got a 13. It takes you a while. I'll say that you do get on top of the roof, but it takes you a while. You kick a couple of the the slates off of the roof, and as you're finishing your climb, you manage to dislodge Wait. a section of the a, a section of the gutter, the gutter pipe. Hold up, pause. Her. Yeah. So, like I said, it takes you a couple of seconds, but you manage to secure your footing on top of the roof. You. In fact, actually, because of how close they are. No. None of them hear it. None, none of the people in the vicinity hear the, the slates 
uh, smashing as they hit the concrete uh, cobble steps on the street below. Ilera, where are you going? I'm going to be an agent of chaos. I'm just going to go straight to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go straight over there and have a conversation. Ilera oh. <laughs> sees the park. She okay. sees the there's, bench. She sees our party have disappeared. There's a problem well, with that. Like I said, there's a wall around the park and the gate, the, the entrance to the park is up here. Oh, okay. Wait, where pictures are the way it's my screen. I, I thought where they were standing just now, that was an open bit, I thought. So, no, okay, uh, Larry doesn't see the bench. Nah. I, I guess I'll just have to follow my party then. You're going to try and <laughs> climb onto the roof? And now we're my acrobatics. Please don't get in that one. Please don't get in that one. Please don't get in that one. 18. 18. You... You watch as Anon stumbles her way up a little bit. And you learn from her mistakes. You learn where to put your feet. You learn the more secure foot and handholds. And you manage to get onto the roof without knocking any of the piping off the exterior of the building. Or knocking any slates off. So, with the three of you now being on the roof of this establishment you're approximately 25 feet up in the air you have a nice like downward angle overwatch sorry on the uh on the park you see three individuals standing next to the fountain hoods up dressed in extremely dark clothing just looking as though they're waiting for someone to arrive. About 10 minutes go by. If I can actually get roll 20 to work for me for once. Because the last couple of times I tried to do this, it didn't work. You see two crowns guard appear. If anybody wants to make a perception check, then they are more than welcome to do so. Twenty-one. There's a bit of a also twenty-one. Oh, look at us, twins! Twinsies! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Twinsies. Uh, the two of you, Anon and Zaris, they're like over the wisp of the winds. Uh, the wisp of the wind that is blowing during this late hour, you do hear echoes of a conversation. Crowns guard asking if any if anyone had seen these individuals enter the area or if they were followed if anything had been suspicious whilst they were on their way here you hear the individuals assuring the guards that everything is fine the guard on the left turns behind them and out of the shadows steps why is roll 20 being an absolute dick today steps for what for to Zaris what is a familiar face of a dragonborn figure that is councilman gris i'll say that you guys can keep your 21s alara if you want to listen in on, i rolled on a 17 17 okay you will hear it you'll have you might not get as much detail as Zaris and alara uh Zaris and anon sorry but you'll you'll still hear the conversation <coughs> 
Gris walks up to the three individuals and basically, uh, to what you can hear, doubles down on the questions that the crimes guard asked. You see the three individuals that he's talking to getting frustrated. The conversation picks up with Gris demanding what he is old. You look as the individual in the center goes into his cloak, pulls out a large, large leather bag and hands it to Gris. You see Gris open it, inspect it for a couple of seconds before pulling out a, not even a half a handful of coins, what appears to be copper, and just chucks them at the feet of these individuals. Uh, I'm going to ask for another perception check at this point because it's it's different details that you'll be picking up on. Five. <laughs> oh, you don't see shit. Twenty. Twenty. Anon. Six. Six? Okay. Zaris, you're the only one that notices it. The individual on the right-hand side, directly to Gris's left. If you give me one second. Okay. So like I was saying, the, the, the individual directly to Gris's left, you watch as the muscles in their forearms tense. And you watch as their fingers, more specifically their fingernails, turn into these roughly two and a half to three inch long claws. You see Gris look down to his left hand side and a big smirk spread across his face. You really think that you will do that in front of me? You forget who pays your way. Keep pushing products and make sure she stays out of our way. And you'll learn a little bit more next time. You're getting a new shipment soon. Double your usual quantity. I want it moved in two days rather than four. You see the individual begin to slowly relax their arm. The claws begin to retract. But sir, half the time to move double the product is not possible. We're going to need more money. Or at least more manpower. Gris snaps his attention to the individual. You're not in a position to make demands here, boy. Don't forget who you work for. Just make sure you're a man. Keep the military out of town. Be a couple of coin in it for you forever. Everyone that seems to abandon their post. But I want proof this time. I'm not taking your word on it anymore. You start getting reckless. Who's to say people aren't going to start sneaking their nose in on our business? You're getting sloppy. And if you get sloppy, I'll eliminate you from the game. I get back to fucking work. 
come see me in two days with proof and all my money. You watch as Gris begins to turn around and he vanishes back into the shadows. The two crowns guard linger for a second, making really shitty perception checks, scanning the environment the entire time this encounter is going down, trying to make sure nobody's eavesdropping. You don't get, you don't even get the vaguest sense that they might have seen you guys. After a couple of minutes, they begin to walk off as well until it's just the three individuals left in the park. What are you guys doing? I'm going to get the entrance of the park. No, hold up. No, 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 no. I'm going to make this easier on us. Uh, first off, I want to kill Gris nice and slowly, so I'm going to plan that out. But when it's just the three of them left, uh, I would like to cast sleep at second level, please. Damn. Okay. Ugh. We're gonna do a little bit of kidnapping. Oh, fun. Do we get a cut off their tool? Maybe. And their foot? <laughs> Maybe. Depending on if I can roll well. For all you uh, D&D dice ASMR nerds. Ugh. Oh god, please don't ever make that noise again in my ear. <laughs> oh. The decision to buy studio grade headphones is really looking like a bad idea right now. <laughs> Can just do a little wee uh, no. mic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Zyrus, what's the number that they need to beat? The, uh, no, I roll. Yeah. You roll to see how many hit points are affected. Yeah, oh, it sounded like you were saying, like, what's their saving throw or whatever. No, 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 no. What's the number? Uh, maths. Math is hard. Hey, that's the name of one of our episodes. That's back in chapter one. Is that? Wait, that's the episode that you guys ripped off the fucking butcher, isn't it? And I've still got that fucking cleaver. Yeah, you've done absolutely jack <laughs> shit with it as well. 51 HP. Oh, yeah. All three of them are fucking out cold. Jesus Christ, right, cool. Cyrus. Cool. Uh, so they pass out and that gives us enough time to walk down there and tie them up and then uh, drag them where we want to drag them to. Okay, so they're out cold for a minute. Sure, I can we just go quick. <laughs> like I can get down there from where I'm at. Yeah. Poop. Tie. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Rope. Rope. Yeah. Okay. No, then Fury's gonna be able to carry three bodies by himself. I mean, technically, you only need one. I'd say you get all three. Okay. My, po my point is, it took you longer than a minute to get here. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I have magic. So. Oh, okay. 
do you have enough? Oof. Do you have enough repetitions of sleep to keep them unconscious for fifteen minutes? I just, I just need enough time to tie them up and tie their mouths shut, and then Anon and Lara can help me drag their bodies around. Good point. And then when they do wake up, then we could just hit them with the butt of our sword or something and knock them out even further. Or we could just summon the bull to try and shut them up. <laughs> Either way, carry, of course, <laughs> they'll be asleep long enough for us to tie them up and tie their mouths shut. It's just a matter of like they'll wake up immediately after that, and then we just go bonk. Ma'am, how tall is the wall? It's about six feet. Ella jumps off. <laughs> she ne. Zyrus jumped in there, Alara jumps down too. Okay. She tries to go and... I will climb carefully down. (laughs) (laughs) I shall take my time. I'm going to take my time. Alara's just going head first, going to the body right in front of her. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to tie... I'll I'll get one of them, Alara will get another one, Anon will get the, the last one. Tie their hands, their feet together, put something over their mouth to keep their mouths shut yada 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 they go to start waking up i get my quarterstaff bonk hit them on the head they go out again we carry them to somewhere secluded and we do a little bit of questioning okay do you have a do do you have a location in mind home okay uh i'll say that you guys get about (laughs) a third of the way there before you feel the bodies begin to kick and squirm as you're dragging them along. Bonk! 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 <laughs> bonk! Bonk! Make me a... question. Shut up! Do you, still, do you still have that sort of magic, sort of uh, illusion spell on my bull? Uh, no, that would have worn off by now. Could you, would you if I was to summon Henri just now, would you be able to cast it? Uh, no, I, I just used up all of my second level spells to do what I did just now, so no. Right, then Alara punches the head of one on the one she's carrying. <laughs> yeah, bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> Zaris and Alara go ahead and make uh, melee attacks with advantage because these guys are technically prone. Uh, nat 20. First roll. God fucking damn it. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> right. That's the name of this episode. Bonk, bonk, bonk. <laughs> Seven and a sixteen, so, uh, yeah. Seven and a sixteen, okay. So they both definitely fucking hit. Uh, go ahead. Roll. Yeah, go ahead and roll d8s. Zaris, you're going to double the, uh, the, the number you get on the dice. Okay, fourteen. God fucking damn. One. One. Fucking one. Lara, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so Zaris, you you smack the guy right in the jawline, fucking knock him out cold. Ilara, you do the same, but he just looks up to you, eyes narrowed, and just giving you a look of bitch, please. Can I hit him? Sure. Cool. Bonk. Uh- <laughs> 21. Bonk. Go ahead and roll damage. 
single D8. Eight? Fuck me, Zaris. <laughs> Bonk. <gasps> Okay, okay. A game of whack -a -mole. Stop talking! <laughs> Just sleep! <laughs> there okay. is no talking, only Zool. Okay, then, yes, they are unconscious. You managed to drag them all the way back to the house, and you... Uh, what about Anon's one that she's taking? Anon, yeah, Anon, are, are you dragging a body? You never actually said. No, instead... How how is the, this guy looking? Is he quite lucid or is he quite out of it? What, Elera's guy or Zarus's guy? Guy I'm supposed to be dragging. Uh he is well, if you're talking about whilst you're back at the park, then he is unconscious due to the effects of the sleep spell. Then I'll drag him by his foot then. Okay. Uh, he will eventually wake up, so go ahead and feel free to bonk if you would like to. Well, he's tied up, so what how much struggling is he going to do, really? Well, you say that. But as you get, as you notice, around the same time that the bodies that Zaris and Alera are dragging, you feel this kick that you weren't expecting and you lose you lose your grip now bearing in mind his hands and feet are tied up but you drop the the foot and you turn around and you see him rolling around in the cobblestones okay i cast charm person on him oh shit Okay. Make him make him bog himself. <laughs> <laughs> bog. Slam. <laughs> okay. Um, I he believe... has to do a wisdom saving throw. And does he get disadvantage because he was prone? Uh, I don't know. Zaris disadvantage because he? he was fucking tied up. <laughs> Zaris, would he get disadvantage because he's tied up? Uh, I don't think it's. Let me let me make sure. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine that he did. No, no, he does. Okay, so it's only it only affects movement and attacking. So okay. it's not disadvantaged. So what I can do instead is middle finger. I mean, he failed. And, he failed regardless, anyway. So okay, yeah. I mean, if it was needed, I could do the middle finger to to help. But guy no, tied it, up and Zaris talks about middle finger. Anyway, Anon, oh God! Anon, he is considered charmed. Hey, well, excellent. What did he get? He rolled a twelve. Perfect. He is charmed. I knew. I knew that a twelve wasn't going to succeed. No. So, um, I'm just going to keep dragging him. Okay. He's going to enjoy it. Okay. You get oh, back uh... to. You, <laughs> You get back to the house, there's no one there, but you now have three bodies that you're dragging in through the front door. Cool. Uh, I would like to full-on turn into Fury, please. Oh, lovely. Okay, go ahead. 
Whilst you turn into fury, I point to the guy I've tracked and said, you can't hurt him. <coughs> At oh. least, not yet. Hilarious going to ignite a rapier and summon on Ray as well, just to sort of be there next to Fury. You see the guy that is still conscious but charmed, his eyes fucking widen, and he's just like, what the fuck? So Fury's going to walk up to one of them and do kind of like a venom thing and like lick the side of his face up past his ear. Ew. Kinky. <laughs> still bound and gagged he cannot talk so i'll take but, off the uh, gag of the one that's charmed okay uh yeah so to be clear i i, I I'll, while she's doing that and taking off the that wrapping around his face i do the lick on that guy because i'm assuming that he likes it that rough and uh yeah so Okay, I just get Henri to fear, go up my guy and just rip the fucking uh, gag out. Just put his fucking horn going, yeah! <laughs> hey, that's, uh... That's disturbing. Not, not a bull not, taking no, a rag off with his horn and Fury fucking licking two people. <laughs> I, mean, fear, I mean, furry, as I'm going to refer to him now. Oh, God. God, that's disturbing. Hey. Don't be mad because I'm a masochist. What? Hey, um, uh, you're something. I'll give you that. You're something. So as soon as the guy, as soon as the binding around this guy's face comes off, he begin. He starts screaming. Like as charmed as he is, he now sees a flaming bull, and a demonic tiefling that is licking his face. <laughs> And he turns to the screaming guy and just goes, SILENCE! Still keeps on screaming. Make an intimidation check. Will uh, he have advantage because he's charmed? Yes. And you know he's fucking a demon. <laughs> I mean, Zaris okay. is a demon anyway. So, with the advantage, the second roll was a nat 20. The first roll would have been uh, with my intimidation modifier. It would have been a 17 total, but Damn. I rolled a nat 20 on the second roll. Damn. Okay. So, as soon as you... As soon as Fury stops speaking... The screaming stops like just completely abruptly just it goes from ah, to, um, 
just silence. He is sweating profusely. He is a ghostly shade pale of white. He is trembling. Discussing business. Business? What business? Money, money handover. And what was it that you handed over? Drugs? No, he 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 gives us the 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 um the product. We we give him the money. I I I I I I don't I I don't I don't know. Don't lie to me. Make it only. Make an insight check if you want to see if he's lying or not. Uh, eighteen. You get the sense that as scared as he is, he's not dumb enough to lie. himself up against the wall like, futilely trying to get as far away from you as possible but he's looking dead in your eyes and he's just like he's just he said just some some woman who owes him money and keeps keeps pestering him for more product No, I don't. I, I all I know is there's there's a woman who he wants nothing. He doesn't. He doesn't want to be seen with her. He doesn't want to be associated with her. He doesn't want anything to do with her. He just he he tells us to make the uh, like keep the distance like for, as 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 large as, as possible. DM, with that going on, with the 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 guy in front of me that Henri uh, took the sort of gag out of. Mm -hmm. Alera's lit rapier is just gonna be fucking pointing right at the guy in front of her's neck. Okay. 
Are you gonna add anything to that, bitch? He's still technically unconscious. You knocked him out, Alera. But he was in gag, so I thought they I thought he was He's, conscious again. You, you were dragging the, you were dragging a unconscious body. Yeah, two of them are unconscious but ungagged, and the other one is charmed and ungagged. I'm talking to the one that's charmed and ungagged. Because yeah, he's like, the more likely to answer. Because, uh, think about it, especially the one that I hit, he's going to be knocked out for a fucking while. Uh-huh. Like, like, yours might wake up here in the next couple of minutes or so, but the one that I knocked out will be knocked out for a fucking long time. Well, in that case, then, uh, Alera is just going to put a little cat in his left leg. Okay. Okay, uh, I, ooh, that's bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's 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 not good. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you actually do that? <laughs> I don't know, Elira. Do you? I need to know. Mm, yes, I do. Cool. Uh, so I need to roll to see if my hunger takes over or not. Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. Alara, my... Oh, he's... Oh, oh he's fucked. <laughs> he's fucked. What did you roll? I rolled a three. <laughs> there's, a, there's a plus side to this, but I'll let Zars do... I'll let Fury do his thing first. Okay, so... So when Alara makes the cut, kind of like a shark does... It just and then immediately so he full on launches into his neck and just starts eating Elera well, looks at the, the charm the charmed one and goes so yeah you might want to I don't know, maybe explain absolutely everything, or you'll be, you know, on that list of uh, his drinks. Oh, uh, hey, like, it won't take but a couple of minutes to drain him completely, so, like, if he doesn't answer the questions, he's as good as dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's what I was getting at. Uh, there. So, if you want your fr friend, partner, whatever, to live, I suggest from the top you explain everything. Or you're next. He tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. He looks to you, Lara, and says, I, I, I've, I've answered everything he's asked me so far. I, 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 I've told him everything. If you want to save your friends, you're going to say everything that you know, whether we ask a question regarding to it or not. You are going to say what you know. Any little smaller details you might have missed out on. And, oh, I don't know, but I think, uh, hey, buddy. And she's sort of uh, encouraging sort of for you to answer in this one. Uh, uh, how long is left on him? Uh, at that point, you see where he he has part of his shoulder in one hand and then his hair in the other. I'm going to roll a strength check to see if I can just rip his head off and drink oh, the rest of the blood. God. St straight from the base of the neck. Oh, God. Uh, uh, even with a zero modifier, I got a 19. 
Yeah. To rip his head off. Yeah. So at that so, point, Ellers were like, hey, so buddy, how long do you think he's got wet? And then as soon as he rips the head off, he turns to you with this bloody smile, kind of like a Joker smile. Elera smiles right fucking back. <laughs> impressive. And then he, he, he launches to the head part of the body and then just drinks straight from that. Drops the head in front of the guy who's charmed. Second chance, Mr. You know what? I don't care what your name is. You're going to start spilling more information. Now. What you know, what you might, little details that you know you might have, you know, might have forgotten. Contacts, associates, locations. You're going to talk. Or you're the, or you'll be the dessert. Okay. Come on. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. Air Fury, what's your what's your quickest time for um drinking someone's all their blood? What's what's the fastest time? Uh Fury looks up, looks over to the charmed guy, looks back to you, smiles again that that deathly joker smile and just replies he's a scrawny one that one he's <laughs> one thing there is one so Wise for you to start talking about everything you know, my friend. He likes to you and says, "What do you what do you want to know? Locations, meetups, the information about the product, the contacts, the the regular customers, and maybe some extra little details that you know you might not think much of. You're going to tell us everything, or as I said, you're his next meal." He looks so I'd start fucking talking. He looks to you and says, "The product comes from comes from out of town. I, I, I honestly, I don't know where. We, we cut it up, we divide it out, and we, we sell to whatever low lives will take it." We get the money. We we funnel it back to we funnel it back to the boss, and he gives us our cut. Right, and this dark elf. I already told you. I already told your friend. I don't know of any dark elf. I don't know who the boss is talking about. We, we I mean, it must be someone that's important. If I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just let me drink him. Let me have my fill. Oh, Fury, you're good. 
you're gonna be able to get all your fill, but we just we want all the we want the the appetizer to the first. We want the information first. So, all right. These product shipments, where do they normally arrive at? TikTok. <clears throat> he looks at you and says, they, they, they normally come into any one of the, the, the warehouses. They, they, it's random every time. Random as in you've never seen the warehouses before, or random as in you know of a set amount that they tend to use? R random, as, random as in the, the courier's the only one that knows which warehouse to go to. Alright, and uh, who's the courier? I don't know. I don't. I don't deal with them. I. I'm. I'm just a street guy. Uh, I'm starting to two others well you and two and a half others to meet up with the uh, dm his name was gris yeah gris, or have i got the yeah. name wrong there gris yeah for the, th the for the two and a half of you to meet up with gris you've got to be quite high up in the chain i'm just saying that from my point of view if i was you know setting up an organization of drug dealing and whatnot, I'd make sure the ones that I speak to are some of the high ups and the stations. So, you should know a bit more than you're letting on, my friend. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. It, 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 it changes who hands the money over every time. It, it, it just, it was, it was, it was my turn. Who's in charge of your side then? Well, the boss. Who's... How do you get contacted? It it it's just whenever we've sold all the products, we word gets back to him. We, he he puts words hey. back. Normally, it's the crown's guard. So you go up to a crown's guard and you tell him that you sold everything. Normally we tell them that the job is done and they they give us a last minute time and place. And it's all the Crown's Guard. Any Crown's Guard. Well, most of them. I don't know which ones are on the payroll and which ones aren't. Well, which ones... I mean, a, a brief description. Which ones do you say that too you, you got you got you got to understand the, 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 the boss is careful he he changes everything every single time 
No. Yeah, but how the hell do you know who to fucking which crimes guard to fucking mention to about the job is done and then walk away? Because you just said you don't know who is and who isn't on the payroll. So, and you say that it, it's on a rotation on which ones meet up with fucking Grisk. So, you you must have a rough idea of which ones you can report to. Or it must be a regular that you know of. Now, I'm starting to get pissed off, and when I get pissed off, I'm going to walk away and what happens, happens. So, fucking hurry up. He looks to you, and it's just desperation in his eyes. I do, like I said, we we get we get told the crowns guard are the contacts. If it turns out that they're the ones not on the payroll, we get thrown in jail. And who cares if some low-level scumbag like me gets thrown in jail? You'll never tie it back to the boss. Don't like any crimes guard not on the payroll will never be able to tie it back to him. Those that are on the payroll, they put the word back. Who tells you? Who tells you which crimes guard? No one. We just get told go to the crimes guard. It's like I just said. If they're not on the payroll, we get thrown in jail. That's it. You're not listening to me. I'm asking. Who tells you? Because you just said, we get told. Now, who is telling you? That was the deal. The boss told The boss told us, when you work for him, you go to the crimes guard. You let them know that the job is done. They, tell, they take the information back to him. And then at the last possible second, he gives you a time and place. We hand over the money. We get told when the next shipment is coming in. We get given a time frame. That's it. Rinse, repeat. And just to clarify, your boss is? The ones you assumedly saw us with. And oh, their name? That's not gonna cut it. Give me his name. Briss. That wasn't so hard. Now was it? Easy for you to say you're not the one with your life on the line. You have no fucking idea, my friend. <laughs> life on the line, fellas. <laughs> Zaris, make a perception check. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yes. I have a possible what's the highest you could possibly roll is it 23 uh if it was a nat 20 then it would be a 23 yes yeah. okay you notice it however because fury's taken over and it's not zaris that's paying attention you you almost fury almost misses it and i'm talking like he is so focused, so focused on wanting to tear into this guy that if there wasn't that 0.01% of Fury's brain that's reminding him that you guys are on a job, you'd have... Sorry, you'd have missed it. 
you pick up on like the faintest and i'm talking the faintest scent of blood on this guy you look down and the zarus portion of your consciousness recalls seeing this guy's hand transforming from fingernails to claws fury's head is going claws blood and fury's casting his attention back to inspecting the bodies back at snowcap it's not entirely unfathomable that from the very very limited and brief look that you got at the claws that this guy can have that the wounds that you saw on the dead soldiers it's not entirely unfathomable unfathomable to put two and two together and think that they're related or at least have a strong correlation so fury is going to throw the rest of the corpse down that he finished drinking throw it on the ground he's going to walk over towards this other charmed guy he's gonna put his he's gonna sit in his lap but do so in a way where his legs are facing the back of the chair to where that they're face to face with one another and he's gonna take his claws and put it around his throat and pull his face in with the his like his claws embedded into his neck and just force him to look at him like within millimeters of one another and say Exactly. <laughs> I know you. I know you're not entirely human. You see the guy. You see the guy almost choking on the grip that Fury has on him. He says. So Fury will open his claws up and just look to him and say, (laughs) You watch as the guy struggles to get to his feet more so out of the fear than any physical harm that's come to him you see him he's not standing in a stance that portrays any sort of hostility or aggressiveness or combative capabilities but he just stands and you watch as over the course of about 10 seconds they go from this seemingly sort of like a half and half of dry and human appearance their limbs extend by about six inches their fingernails turn into those long razor sharp claws 
you begin to see the jaw muscles, their lower jaw begin, begins to crack and contort and twist. You see two long fangs see, uh, begin to protrude from the upper lip so that they hang down just above the chin. The eyes turn this crimson shade of red. You can, you can tell that this is a shifter. Zaris, in the blink of an eye, and I do mean the absolute blink of an eye, you watch as this blur sweeps across Fury's vision, and then you feel this drag across your face before the warm trickles of blood begin to rapidly pour down as these claws swipe from the left, the right side of your face across to the right, narrowly missing both of your eyes. But you take 16 points of slashing damage. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'm assuming that he did it. Yes. Cool. So in response to that, I am going to cast, uh, I'm going to cast chromatic orb around my 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 hand and I'm going to rip his heart out with chromatic orb. Oh, before you even shit. start that, Elair is just like, we need more answers, Fury. Uh, that's too late for that. Nah, that's too late. I'm just going to go on record and say that that was my only nat 20 of the night. Yeah, cool. So he's about to die. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cool, DM. You rolled on that 20. Yeah, this guy's about to die now, okay? Bye-bye. Yeah, he, he's about to fucking take the, kick the bucket, and yeah. Cool beans. Let me see. I'm really proud of that nat 20 as well. Uh, you're not going to be when I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud I rolled a nat 20. I mean, come on, that's rare for me. I don't, uh, I, don't, so, I don't tend to roll them that, all that often. So I'm gonna choose uh, the the cold damage to make my my claws extend even further for the chromatic damage. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to hit him in his heart and rip his heart out. And I have advantage because of him still being technically prone in certain areas. Okay. So you remember that nat 20 that you just rolled? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me guess. You rolled the exact same fucking thing. Yes, yeah, sir. It's going to be 68 points of damage. Damn. Uh, 44 points of damage. Okay. He is for sure now sleeping with the fishes. Yep. So what you see is uh, after he gets swiped, 
the he caught like it's almost like that his head was cocked to one side and then he just cocks it back and he still has that smile on his face like this is the best day of his life and he just grabs him by his shoulder and then lunges his right hand into his fucking chest with chromatic energy at the end of his right hand pulls out the guy's heart and then just watches the body drops and then just starts eating the heart lovely lovely fury we needed more fucking answers we've got one more chance don't fuck it up has the other guy woken up by now? No. Okay. We have one more fucking chance. So at this information. So um, at this at this point, Fury is like sated food wise, but he's still being forced out because of Zerus. So what he's going to do to wake the other one up? Uh, is he's going to pull muffin out? <laughs> I know I'm just trying to say something before. Yeah, 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 yeah go ahead, go ahead. Do that. Um, I'm gonna grab. Is there a couple of books or something in this room? Uh, there's a couple scattered about. Yeah. So I'll put them underneath the front. Are they sitting in chairs or are they just? I don't know. Did you guy? Did you put your guy in a chair or did you just slump him on the floor? I think I just slumped him on the floor. Okay, then. Right, so I'm grabbing a chair. Putting him on the chair. And then I'm putting a couple of books underneath the front two legs so it's tilting. Okay. Now you can wake him up. Alright, so... Like I said, so Fury is satisfied for now with the amount of food that he's been given. So he's going to pull out this dark navy blue crystal out of his shirt. And then Muffin comes out and Muffin takes whatever shape that Zerus is in at the time. So with Fury being out, he takes the more like sinister demonic force side of Muffin. He's still Muffin because he doesn't have an alternate personality, but his chaotic evil side is more prominent now. Okay. When that's going on, Elera is going to shout, we need them alive until we're satisfied with the fucking answers. You'll get your answers. I just want to play a little. (laughs) so he sends muffin over towards the other guy and then muffin is going to piss in his mouth oh my god to wake him up oh that is that and it's cold That mm, refreshing that's i don't know if that's sterile and he likes the taste Oh my god. Chaotic evil, bitch. <laughs> I'd just like to say, before we even started the Duckies and Dargons, that uh, Mayhem wanted us to be agents of chaos, so, um. Yeah, oh god. I apologize, listeners. He's getting a golden shower. I, I like yeah. I'm not sorry at all. 
You've never been sorry, and you never will be. I've seen that Zarus hasn't been sorry ever since Fury came out. Mm. I've seen more of the... Yeah. <laughs> I specialize in horror shit, so it kind of comes with the cake, you know? I like you it's... said you specialize in some other shit. <laughs> oh, no, like... I I'm, thought you I, said horror shit. <laughs> yeah, be... yeah, no, that's Zaris. Molly's uh... <laughs> toilet edition. No, that's Zaris. No, that, no, that's the other side. Yeah, that's fine. All uh, right, so... But yeah, so third Muffin guy... opens his mouth, and he literally... Third guy eventually wakes up. Yep, okay. And? Well, it's over to you guys. He's woken up and he's... Oh, well, he has, he has demon yeah, piss I'm in his not, mouth. I'm I, assuming I'm, that he would respond. I'm, <laughs> I'm... I'm drawing the line at reacting to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my taking out my rapier, and I'm holding it right under his chin. Okay. My friend, you are your buddies are dead. All of our questions. You still see Fury finishing the heart off? He... He goes paler and paler and paler as the sudden realization of his two dead comrades in the room. Various forms of dismemberment and mutilation and death. Now, my first question is, can you change? He nods silently. By will... Or is it willed to you? He nods again. No, answer which one? Will. Can you control yourself in your other form? Yeah. How many of you are there? You want a, 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 a exact number or a, a rough number? Because I don't know. Exact the, would be preferable. I, I I I don't know exactly. I know that there's there's a lot. Rough estimate. I um um <clears throat> I I I I'd probably say north of forty. Now that's a lot of changelings in one town. I mean, are you a town of changelings or is no, somebody no, no, changing? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, we, 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 we were, um, we, we, we were recruited by who? By our boss. To do what? Anything. Have you been killing soldiers? His eyes widen even more. What, what do you mean? What do you what, what do you know about that? Answer the question. Have you been killing soldiers? 
This is the general you, whether it's you yourself or some of your comrades. I I I I haven't had no part in any killing of soldiers, but I I, I know that it was a it, it was a task. Do you kill them randomly, or are you chosen targets? We, we we were just told to get rid of us, get get rid of any that we could. Innocent. Okay, friend. I'm done. Do you guys have anything? Innocent crowns guard with with kids and a wife and. You're robbing the wife and the kids from their, from their, from their father and husband. Even you, my friend, can see that's morally wrong. Uh, Dad, uh, I, 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 I just, I, 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 I needed coin. I, I, it was, it was a job, and also he. Yeah. Um. And what if it was your father? I, I, I don't have a family. Hmm. See if we let you live, which, not gonna lie, it's not seeming quite promising, not in my case. If you were to explain to, let's say, some higher-ups about what happened, and we let you live, is that something you'd be willing to do if we could provide you protection? Your, wait, you, you work for Gris? <laughs> no, 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 my friend. I'm saying if we could offer you protection, would you be willing to give statements? If, if I promise not to kill you, would you be willing to work with us? He looks at you and says, "I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe a word Look you're saying." Look at your comrades. Look what happened to them. Yeah, that, that, that's that's why I don't, I don't trust you. I, I tell you what you want to hear. I'm gonna end up just like them. Elera's gonna turn to Fury and Anon's like, "I want to keep them alive. We could use them." This this could help. We really need to get some sort of recording device. Yeah, we do. I don't know, but we could really use like even as a witness to take to the king, or to mention to you know the other you know commander and Crown's guard and all that. Wait, do do we not have a um speaking stone, whatever it's called? Yeah, but I'd still rather have some sort of proof with yeah, you know. To Balin. Mm. All right, and then Elair is going to kneel down in front of him. I promise not to hurt you. Now, you give us a statement to our our employers. I will let you live. I hope my friends will let you live too. Work with us here. You work with us, you live. The other two, 
attacked us. So it was defense as to why they died. They'd, but before they died, they already mentioned about who your boss is, what you're smuggling, about different warehouse locations, different every time, and then you report to different crimes guard and say the job is done, hoping that it's not one of the goody goody ones that will get you locked up. We know a lot as it is. We are, let's say we've got a job ourselves. Your help would really benefit us and would mean that you get to live. Think about it. There's a long pause as he looks between all three of you. I I I I I fear Gris more than I fear the three of you. I swear I will protect you. And to be honest, having me on your side is a pretty lucky thing because these two are also my closest, closest friends. Sorry, buddy, I didn't quite hear you there. Did you not hear me at all? No. No, I just heard the oh, and then just that. That's Alright, okay, well two two there and maybe you. I don't fucking know, Fury. But anyway, we need this one alive. Anon turns to Fury. Cyrus has the stones of far speech, doesn't he? Fury will go back into uh, his head and ask Zerus if he has the, the what was it you said? Stones of far speech. Do I have those? No, I have this, the, those uh, wild magic stones. Oh no, I think Alara might have uh, might have had the stone when we left the Southier's Peak. Yeah, I think Alara might have yeah. them. The it like because the only stones that I have is the stones that are the uh, wild magic stones. Right. Sorry, sorry. I I I, I had them. Sorry, I've I've not had them in the back since uh, Southier's Peaks. Um. Right. Brilliant. And Can we call Balin on them? Because even if we don't have a recording device, he will. Ellery sort of takes some out, but she's looking at the the hooligan. Trust me, I know you don't, but right now we're all you've got right now. I would really recommend you trust us, okay? We're going to contact someone and you are going to say what you and your friends have told us. Understood? If you do that, you can go. He just stares at you silently. 
I'm not asking. Still staring at you. I'm going to need some fucking confirmation of the, you, that you're going to work with us here. Sure. Is that a deal? Sure. Alara sort of she's so in Alara's right hand she's got the the stones and her right hand's just empty, so she puts it out for a I don't know, I know it used to be tied up so it wouldn't work, never mind, right? So she takes the stone and she's like Balin, you there? There's a pause Balin. there's a pause before a very hazy, almost sleep deprived voice comes through the other end. Um, Alara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We get you tired, but fuck it. Look, do you have any anything on you that can record this conversation? Anything at all? It's to do with your. It's to do with the murders. Oh God, I'm in bed, Alara. Give me one second. There's another. There's a pause for about thirty to forty-five seconds. Um. <clears throat> Right. What? We have. Do you have. Sorry. No, on you go. Balin, do you have any devices that can document this conversation that we're having? No. Nothing at all? No. Then can you please be a witness to this conversation? I mean, this is do with your murders on the job that you fucking sent us on. I, I, I get, I get that. God, okay. What, what do you want me to overhear? This whole conversation, right? And Elias is going to put the stone sort of down on down on the floor. Who's your boss? State your name first. No. Could go with that one, I guess. It's more sort of formal, isn't it? Okay, I'll let you yes. do some of the questions, Anon. No answer. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, Fury is going to walk up. As soon as you start moving, the guy screams, They killed everyone! They killed us all! Get them! They're guilty! They're murderers! We had a deal, little one. Oh, you promised. You promised. Now, I'm going to give you another chance. We're still going to let you live if you work with us here. The people we're speaking to are members, are, sorry, let's just say they work for and with the king. He screams back and it's towards the stone. Whoever you are, you got to help us. These people have killed everyone! Anno takes a stone of far speech. And she goes... He's talking about the two men we've killed today in this room. They're shifters. They're shifters. We have found out who, or rather whom, is killing the soldiers. Seems to be a group of shifters determinedly roughly about 40 of them 
all led by... No, it's, it's Grimms, isn't it? Grimes. Gris. G-R-I-S-S. Led by Gris. Who is also dealing in narcotics as well. There's a pause before Balin comes over to stone. You obviously need to deal with this. Your... Your mission still stands. Get to the bottom of this. Tie up this loose end. And find something definitive on this Gris person. I'll look into who they are. The name does not ring a bell. Is there any way we can transport this this person towards you guys so he can give statements? I don't think he's going to give a statement now, Alera. He probably won't, but I don't re I don't really want to kill him. I did make him a deal. So if he That's speaks fine. up, I won't have to kill him. You don't have to. You hear Balin just come down the stone. Tie off this loose end. That's an order. Loud and clear. There's no Understood, response. Understood, Balin. There's no oh. response. So at this point, Elera's really, really, really pissed off right now. At this point, so she the shifter is standing as tall as he can. Just eyes dead fixed, not even looking at you, looking past you. Just completely disassociated. All you hear is, I told you I feared Gris more than I feared you. We had a deal. You just tampered our investigation a little bit, so I'm gonna give you one more chance to explain things, or I am going to rip out your fucking heart and make you fucking eat it as you're dying, laying there, seeing your dead beating heart. Okay? Sound convincing for you? We had a deal. You fucking broke the deal. I really want to kill you. I'm- I- I want to kill you that much now that I don't even want Fury to kill you. That I will fight Fury not to attack you. I am that pissed off with you. We had a deal. And you broke the deal. Silence. Actually, you know what? Fuck the chance. And Alera is just going to go and get the rapier. Or... Actually, no. Elera turns around. Anon, weapon. Can I give you a crossbow? Sure. Fury, let me have this one. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about me. Well, let me just have a little bit of fun first. So Elera sort of grabs the crossbow. What's the speed on this thing, Anon? With a projectile speed? Hold on, I'm actually going to have to look that up. <laughs> it's probably effective up to about 180, 120, 180 feet. I think it's 120. 120 feet, okay. 
Uh, right, Fury, could you do me a favour, buddy? Could you hold this one for me in place? Fury, <laughs> oh. go ahead. Fury, go ahead and roll a strength check with advantage. Almost in that 20. Uh, it got cocked on the first roll, but it's fine. Uh, you said strength, you said? Mm-hmm. 18. Yeah, that'll do it. You, you've got him dead locked in position. Fury, I'd recommend maybe putting your head out of the way. Uh, preferably if you keep your head to the right, right side of him. Okay, I'm going to ask that a question before I respond to that. Are you going to shoot him in the head? Do I say what I want to do? Okay, so just just before you go in and do any of that. I was going to go that, and shoot his left eye with the crossbow. Okay. I was going to try and intimidate him with a crossbow right, like, which was with, with a, but the bolt would have shot off, aiming basically like a millimeter away from his actual eye. Just because of the fact that there is the chance that you could accidentally kill him by doing that. The idea that I had was take a bit of his blood, let him go, and then be able to follow his scent back to his buddies. Well, let me just work with a sort of this sort of thing at the moment, then. Yeah. Obviously, not you know, not not hearing that conversation. Uh, Elera takes the crossbow, and she has it basically close to touching his left eye. You fear Gris, but how much do you value life? Silence. <laughs> Fury, you're satisfied with your blood, aren't you, today? I can go for You're working with me on this one, Fury, so here's what's going <laughs> You know, I honestly, I honestly thought you were going to work with us there. The people we work for are at, at a higher fucking rank than Gris. Much higher. They could remove Gris. They could free this whole place from Gris. And... <laughs> We've got a demon right there that's holding you together. Got my friend over right behind me here whose weapon I'm using. And you know what? We're fighting against the deceiver just now, so you know what? You're just you're just a grunt. Pathetic grunt who could have had a bit of freedom. Elera then points the crossbow to his genitals. You, did, did, did these ever get used much? Doesn't and say you, anything. Gonna take that as a no. Pressure gets added to the genitals. A little bit. Do you really fear Gris more than us? Really? you can answer that one turns his head and looks you in the eyes and says if you're gonna kill me do it already otherwise you're nothing more than just a fucking coward 
Hmm. So you fear Griss more than death? I fear Griss's wrath after he learns that I've given him details that could help dismantle his entire operation. Are you going to risk the chance of letting me go and him finding out that you're on to him? Or are you going to tie up a loose thread? If we let you go and let you live, we're not going to speak about this conversation. Are you? I've got more chance of living if I show my loyalty to Gris and give you give him your identities. After all, how many tieflings roam the city, ripping people into multiple different pieces? To be honest, your boss should be afraid of him. Should really be more afraid of that guy holding you than you are afraid of, Chris. Like I say, just pull the fucking trigger. I'll tell you what. I'll do one better. Uh, so, the crossbow's still in the genitals. And she looks, it's like... Zara's turn... Uh, sorry. My friend, turn him on the, turn him to his, on the side a little bit, would you? Just, just turn him around a wee bit. Uh, Fury goes to turn him on his side. Okay. Elera's gonna shoot the crossbow bolt in his rib. Okay, I'll say that it is an automatic hit because it's pressed right up against him, so go ahead and roll... Anon, yeah, what would I roll for the crossbow? <laughs> yeah, Anon, what's the, what's the damage roll? 1d6 plus... Um... I think it's strength plus proficiency. So Lara, roll 1d6 plus your strength modifier plus your proficiency modifier. Okay, let's see my first yeah. Okay. Eight. Okay. You watch as the bolt releases, pierces through the rib till only the last sort of one and a half to two inches is left protruding from the body. You hear this scream of pain and this after after the after the scream is finished, there's this extended exhale as you assume that you've hit a lung and it's completely punctured. The breathing is raspy. <gasps> but there is, uh, there is blood trickling from his mouth. He is hunched over in pain and having extreme difficulty to breathe. So, Elera sort of uh, tries to encourage Fury to put him onto his knees. Alright, so... Before Fury does that, he pokes his finger in the hole. <laughs> Sorry. Where 
where the uh, uh, the bolt went through, pulls his finger out with the blood on his finger, and then rubs it up against his nose to where that he can get the scent. And then he puts a la- uh, puts the the guy back on his knees, and expecting to let him live. Uh, so once he's on his knees, Alara's just gonna Alara's gonna crouch down. No, you go, but you go back to your boss, and you tell him the disembowler is coming for him. Oh hell no! Why not? No, Balin told us to tie up loose ends. This is a loose end. He didn't help us. He's not coming out alive. Sorry, Alara. You know what? My colleague much We have advantage for the fact that he doesn't know that we're here. I'm not losing that advantage. Not right now. I lost you there, Tony. You know what? I'm going to turn my back and whatever happens, happens. Go ahead. Surprise. <laughs> I'm going to let Muffin eat him. Oh, lovely. Oh, God. So I'm going to uh, let Muffin pop back out and uh, start feasting on his corpse. Lovely. <laughs> Yay. Fun times. Okay. Um, go ahead and give a brief description as to what Lara and Anon see as Muffin. Oh, they're turned around, so. Yeah, oh, okay. I said, okay. I, oh, and well, I said, not okay. I more meant like sort of figure of speech turn around what happens happens. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Uh, so basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, break parts of his body off and just let Muffin eat each piece one by one just to let him get a taste because he's a very small little guy he can't eat a whole lot but yeah just starting off you know by snapping the hand off snapping a foot off snapping his nose off you know just bits and pieces here and there just to get him a little taste of the blood because you know demons and all that shit right Get him enough to fill his self up, get him nice and plump and happy, and then whatever's left, I eat for dessert. Okay. There's one thing I want to add, though. This is someone else's house, and we will need to clean up after. Uh, so if that's the case, then Fury will just lick the blood off the floor. That's fine, then, as long as you can get rid of the stains. (laughs) Yeah. That was going to be something that I posed as an obstacle to you guys in the next session. But, you know, okay, since you find a resolution to it, sure. Technically, I can also, like, control water to an extent. So I can just literally just sculpt ice it, turn it into a giant ball of blood in the fucking air, and just eat that. You're welcome. Like a bloodsicle. Yeah, blood popsicles. Bloodsicle, yeah. That's not. A, that's not a fucking disturbing image to put in your own head. Uh, 
13 minutes to 1 in the morning. You're My welcome. God. So, with your three dispatched individuals and a handful of new information, what would you guys like to do in order to wrap up the session for tonight? I'll turn back into Zerus. Oh, God. That doesn't ever, ever fucking get easier. You taste that. And kinda, yeah. Not, not, not as prominent as he does, but it just, it, it's almost like an aftertaste of iron. Tell me all. that Fury shits it and not you. Uh, you know, I actually don't know the answer to that question. I've never thought about it. I might have to do some tests. Okay, then. He's gonna let you in. Let's let, let, place this. this clean, would you say it's clean enough, or is there anything else we could fucking do? Nane comes back and sees this. Oof. I mean, there's more blood on me than there is on the floor, but we might want to dispose of what's left of the bodies that Fury didn't eat. I've got matches. I'm sure you do. Um, yeah, the fireplace is over there. Just throw them in there. Just burn them. They're they're going to need they're going to need cut up more. Uh, I I can't do any more of that. I'm already sick as it is. I know. And you want to help me cut up these these bits? Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it by strength checks. Just to cut up yeah. body remains. Yeah, just to... Yeah, well... You know, you got to have a certain amount of strength in order to cut through bone. That is a 21. Damn. As a, that is a 10. Ilera, in the time that it takes you to cut up a single leg into manageable pieces, Anon has completely chopped up an, like the remains of an entire body and just bundled it all into the fireplace and she's just looking at you going thank god you're so slow so, some of my um training from being a priestess came back to me as i was doing this i was going oh i remember how to do this this is great and i look up and i'm done i i forgot something i'm sorry oh. technically i killed all three of them <laughs> <laughs> fuck yes go ahead and roll a d4 three times hold up let me let me put on here that I've killed three additional people, so five, six... No, actually, I'm up to ten now. No, you're not, because you, you killed one person in the last session as well. So, eleven. So, go ahead and roll 4d4s. I thought the ducks, or ducks or dragons, were only done during combat. No, it's any kills. Because yeah. there's that guy in the bar in Dark Tool that, you know, we just sort of... Like, duck. Yeah, body. Duck, dragon, dragon, dragon. Wait, there was only four. Why are you rolling five? That was four. You said duck, duck, dragon, dragon, dragon. Duck, duck, dragon. You said dragon, dragon. three times. 
Oh, did I? Oh, <laughs> my bad. So two ducks, two ducks, and two dragons. Sorry. Okay. Okay, so we'll say that in the time that you guys are cleaning up, uh, you see the the little puffs of smoke, and two ducks and two dragons appear. Y'all can deal with with them with whatever you want. I don't care. Elero's just gonna completely break character here and just fucking try and get one of the dragons. Oh god. Okay, go ahead and make a acrobatics check to see if you can tackle the the drag the dragon. It's gonna make a dexterity saving throw to get away from you. I be I thought it'd be animal handling first to try and make friends with it, but okay. I mean, are, are you wanting to go down that route, or are you just wanting to straight up tackle it? <laughs> Fucking, I want to be friends with the fucking thing. I'm still. Alara has been wanting a dragon. Alara has been wanting a dragon for a while. She's been wanting a dragon since fucking, like, the tribal planes. The woods. Yes. The tribal planes. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, please make it. Please, uh, you know, place your bets. Um. Well, <laughs> it's not an incredibly hard roll to be so well given what the dragon rolled so you might as well go ahead and so she's gonna be like, well what is what color are the dragons first of all like what one of them the, the one of them is red and one of them is sort of like a pasty gray grayish white Eller is going for the red one straight away okay <laughs> so she's like dragon and she looks at she she sure looks at looks at Adon, and then Lara just fucking runs and gets a five. Fuck. Can I help her out so she gets advantage? How are you helping? I'm giving her tips on how I did it with bubblegum. Yeah, sure. So, for you fuck. tried it... Well, how, how did you... And, and well, look, I, I approach slowly <laughs> and smallly, so, you know, I don't look aggressive. I let I extend my hand and let him come sniff you. And then let him decide. Do I like crouch down or do I go open arms or non crouch down, non threatening? Okay, so Lara just plunks her arse down. <laughs> just sort of puts her right hand out, keeps her left hand down. Hey, buddy, or or buddy, I, I, I don't know. Hey, 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 you you wanna you wanna come? Come closer. You can see the roll. Yeah. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna come closer, buddy? It begins to it begins to back up a couple feet, but after a little bit of time, it just stands there and sort of like eases ever <laughs> so slightly. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. You rolled the exact same thing the dragon did. <laughs> So it's not running away from you, but it's not exactly your best friend. Hey, buddy, um, come, come here, buddy, come. I'm gonna Do you secretly have any jerky on you. Sarah? I'm gonna seek. I'm gonna secretly roll an animal handling check. Oh, and I'm gonna do no. it check. Because this one feels Lara's gonna look at the other dragon. Just gonna say. Check roll 20. I hate you so fucking much. 
So Zaris has got a dragon, Anon's got a dragon, and Alera is just depressed. No, 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 you listen here, motherfucker. I told you that it didn't run away from you, but it's not exactly your your best friend either. It's just standing there. I, I hand Alera a bit of jerky. He's like, try, try giving him this. Go ahead and roll again, Alara. Wait, so what does my roll mean? I don't know. Did you want the other one? No, I oh, roll I... for the red one. Because that's the one Alara wants, right? I thought you... Oh, I thought you were doing it to troll me, Zaris. I thought... I, yeah, I, I thought you were doing it just to see what you would get just for the shits and gigs. No, I straight up was rolling. Okay. Alara, <laughs> you go to hand the beef jerky to the dragon. It spots Zaris and begins to toddle off in his direction. Alara just sort of puts his hands down by the side. It's like, what the fuck? The fuck? I tried. <laughs> I didn't do anything. This dragon, Ye this dragon pops up right at your ankles, and you just see the head just like resting against your calf, looking up at you with these baby dragon eyes, just like. Daddy. <laughs> okay, so Zerus does that thing where he closes his eyes and rolls his eyes in the back of his head, just kind of like out of annoyance, knowing that I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> and I go, fine. <laughs> I go pick up, I pick the dragon up and I hold it. Okay. Alara just sighs and she's like, for fuck's sake. I didn't do anything. It's probably smelling the blood. That's probably why it likes me so much. It smells well, the blood it. off you my shirt. What? You know what? I'll go and fucking lie down and roll in the blood, will I? Will that entice the thing? If I just go and, if I just go and fucking dolphin you could dive try the, onto the you fucking could blood? You could try the gray one. Yeah. Alara looks it is the a, gray one. <laughs> With it's her, technic it's technically a dragon. Hilara, if you're hey. wanting to go, if you're wanting to try and befriend the great, let me build this up. Let and me, I, I will, I will hand. hand I was Alara gonna say, give the jerky to Alara to get you help action. Yeah, go ahead. So roll. Alara just snatches the beef jerky, is staring wide open at the gray dragon, going, "Ooh, so the first roll, a seventeen, the advantage roll, a twelve, so seventeen. The dragon, it initially isn't paying attention to you. It's sort of like wandering around, just mindlessly wandering and just sniffing at everything. It catches it at the corner of its peripheral vision, you holding the beef jerky, turns around, starts walking towards you, sniffing. As you go to take, uh, as you go to give it the jerky, you watch as the neck just extends forward. The jaws just clamp down on the beef jerky, rip it out of your hand. You see it gulp it down, not even bothering to chew, and then it just walks right up to your legs. Uh, what, what, uh, what sex is the dragon? Uh, female. Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? Actually, that's a good question. What is mine? Male. Male? Who's okay. Who's a good Wait, little I dragon girl? I think I could actually ask this. What's bubblegum? Um, I'm gonna have to go back and I'm gonna have to go back and look now. 
We know that Dee Dee's a male, I'm sure. Dee Dee's female. Dee Dee's female. Uh, Bubblegum is pink, right? Yes. Right, give me uh, yeah, I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Okay. So, who's your good girl, Dragon? Who's your good girl? And then Larry sort of puts her hand out, not uh, learning, learning the tips from Anna on, you know, not being quick and not being hasty. She sort of like, just puts her hand just slightly above the dragon's head, but doesn't actually touch and sort of wants to see if the dragon will sort of react to putting his head up. Or... Dragon looks up at you and coughs this small, and I'm talking like maybe a foot long bolt of lightning popping out of its mouth. You're going to take two points of lightning damage as the bolt hits the palm of your hand. It feels like you've just... You know what? I'll put it in terms of uh, something that you could probably relate to, Alara, IRL. Imagine you brush an electric fence. Just, like, barely touch it. I've never... Alara and me have never done that before. I don't know what you're talking about. Absolute horse shit. <laughs> just for the listeners, I am a farmer's boy. Yeah, so that's why I'm putting it in that context, because you know what that feels like. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do too. <laughs> I'm just my tongue on it once. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is where we're going to end tonight's session. You're not going to get more of the story about Elera and her fucking dragon that she's finally got one. We you, are already. You're going to brush are, over that one? We are already over time, Elera. You can befriend your dragon next week and hopefully get deeper into the investigation as to what the fuck is going on no, in Brackford. No, I've got a dragon now. We're, go we're going back to the kingdom. Ilera. We fucking resign. We retire. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we all three have a dragon, technically. I mean, <laughs> one of you's got a dragon and a duck, but that's overkill in my in my perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank look forward to my new item. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. We will be back next week with another episode. You know what? Actually, fuck it. Before you do outro, Alara's got to get the dick of many things and fucking cause some carnage. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I'm joking. No, I'm you joking. Don't, because I'm I joking. have it. Wait, why have you... All right, we can... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank oh, you. Yeah, you were safeguarding it after... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so no, you're not getting it. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. But above all else, roll an animal handling check to see if you can befriend your very own dragon. Good night.